Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World, where we look at travel from about 100 different angles, maybe even 200. First of all, happy holiday to you and your family and your loved ones and your friends this weekend. If you're celebrating Christmas or in the middle of celebrating Hanukkah, and advance best wishes if you are celebrating Kwanzaa, which begins on Monday. After the news, we're going to replay three of our favorite interviews from the past year during this special edition of Rudy Max's World. Our hotel expert, Michael Matthews, answers the question, is your hotel room really clean? Uh, this is, uh, we've got a couple guests over the course of the two hours talking about cleanliness and travel, uh, as you'll see uh, very shortly. We're also going to talk this hour about skiing with Sam Bass. He's the editor of Skiing Magazine. Then have you ever lifted a towel from a hotel and taken it home? Well, we'll talk with an inventor who thinks he's found a way to stop the theft of linens from hotels, motels, and resorts. Here's a hint. It involves a bit of high-tech stuff. Toward the end of the hour, we're going to meet the co-founder and CEO of TripAdvisor.com. The company went public this past week, and Stephen Coffer will tell us how the company grew from a small acorn to a mighty oak that holds some major sway in the travel industry. We'll take a quick look at the news, and we're going to be joined by the Wall Street Journal's Scott McCartney, whose article this week on germs in airplanes, not in the air necessarily, but on the surfaces we all touch when we're flying, uh, has caused quite a stir. Well, expect your teenager to demand you eat at a certain new restaurant set to open on New York's Upper West Side right after New Year's, should you be visiting New York in the near future. The restaurant is called Joanne Trattoria, and it's owned by Joe Germanato. That, this germ thing, uh, it's just a coincidence. That's Joe's last name. Joe's better known as the father of a certain singer named Lady Gaga. He's known as Daddy Gaga, and he's going into business with Chef Art Smith, who owns restaurants in Chicago, D.C., Palo Alto, and Atlanta. When Joanne's opens, you're going to find dishes that marry uh, Germanato's Italian heritage with Smith's Southern heritage. For example, look for a caprese salad with fried green tomatoes and grits instead of polenta. The Dutch government is delaying plans to deny visitors the right to buy marijuana legally at the many so-called cafes in that country that offer a wide variety of pot to patrons. Now, the rule's not supposed to take effect until May of this new year. But after that, only legal residents of the Netherlands will be allowed to toke up without getting arrested. The city of Amsterdam has protested these new rules, but the country's government is determined to cut down on the number of Germans and Belgians who cross the border into the Netherlands to buy dope. The rollout of the new rules, as I mentioned, begins in May, but at first it will only apply to southern cities on the German and Belgian borders. It's expected to affect the rest of the country, including Amsterdam, by 2030. Uh, as I said, we're going to talk in the next segment about the cleanliness of hotel rooms with our hotel expert, Michael Matthews. Um, and in the first hour, if you were listening, we spoke generally about how travel can spread disease with Dr. Brad Spellberg. But what about airplanes? While the air on planes is filtered and generally considered much safer to breathe than most people think, what about those surfaces we all touch when we're aloft? Earlier this week in Tuesday's Wall Street Journal, one of our favorite columnists, Scott McCartney, uh, in his middle seat column, wrote a piece that must have made germaphobes swoon. With the help of experts, he identified several areas on a plane's interior that we ought to approach very gingerly. Hey, welcome to the show, Scott. Great to be with you, Rudy. I got to tell you, you must love doing stories like this and make people all sort of thrilled but disgusted at the same time. 
Well, it's, uh, I think it's always, um, always good to tell people what they're up against in travel, and this is certainly uh, an issue that um, uh, sparks a lot of passion and a lot of fear, too. Well, before we start, let's just do the one bit of good news in your piece, and I touched on it in introducing you, which is this sort of myth that if, you, if somebody in row 59C sneezes and you're in 18A, you're going to get his germs. Yeah, that's right. A lot of people think because air is recirculated on the airplane, it's, it's the uh, airplane circulation system that, that spreads disease. Um, that's, that's not the case. There have been a lot of studies that have looked at this and, and concluded that uh, because the air on modern jetliners is heavily filtered, uh, it's actually quite good. Uh, the bacteria, uh, even viruses, get, uh, get zapped out by the filter. And so the uh, circulated air is good. You get into problems on airplanes when uh, there's not enough circulation um, and when uh, you end up breathing in the air from uh, the guy a couple seats over who's sneezing and coughing. All right. Speaking about the guy a couple seats over, you talk, you talk about what you call the hot zone. What's the hot zone? Hot zone is the area two seats in front of you, two seats behind you, two seats on either side. Um, the latest studies have shown, have sort of narrowed down the uh, uh, the zone of highest risk for infection, and, and that's it. It's the two-seat circumference. Um, it, uh, it doesn't mean that uh, somebody a couple rows away isn't going to uh, sneeze on you when you're uh, in the boarding process or something like that, but, uh, but it's, it's that uh, range of seats uh, where you're most at risk. All right, let's, uh, we have two minutes left, Scott. Let's tick off the places where germs lurk the most. Well, you know, there are lots of places on airplanes uh, where, where people do, do all kinds of things and, uh, and share space. So seat back pockets, um, ah. just, uh, just repositories of uh, bad stuff. Um, people put uh, used Kleenex, uh, dirty diapers, um, all kinds of things. Chewing uh, gum. wrappers, yeah, whatever it is in the seat back pockets. Um, they, you know, they don't get disinfected or, or cleaned out. Uh, and um, a lot of doctors I talked to said, uh, just don't go there and, uh, <laughs> and you'll be better off. Keep your hand out of that seat back pocket. And then there's, yeah. then there, uh, I was surprised, luggage bin handles. Yeah, uh, I was too. Overhead bin latches. Uh, you, you don't really think about it, but that is a place that, um, um, you know, one passenger after another touches. Um, and it, just the, the boarding and deboarding process, I, I think, uh, lends itself to, to spreading a lot of germs. People are huffing and puffing. And, uh, they're in a rush. Um, and, and those latches, um, on, on surfaces like that, uh, bacteria and viruses can, uh, can survive 24 hours. And I've got this thing here that somebody sent me. Let me reach for it. It's called a tray guard. Germs are everywhere, it says. The antimicrobial, is that, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. This mic, antimicrobial tray table creates an instant hygienic surface while traveling. He's actually selling tray, things to put on top of the tray table. Is the tray table a naughty place? Uh, the tray table is a naughty place. I'm not sure huh. you need your own uh, microbial uh, <laughs> uh, <Right>. barrier, <laughs> um, but, but a simple disinfectant wipe um, is actually something that a lot of doctors uh, do recommend. Um, wipe down that, that tray table. Uh, like the bin latches, that's a place where uh, uh, people touch. They, uh, they, you know, if, if they are suffering from illness, they're um, uh, resting their... Uh, Kleenex and other things on those tray tables. They are um, uh, nice surfaces for uh, germs to breed.
Well, I appreciate your joining us. Lavatories goes without saying. And you say uh, open your air vent and let it sort of sort of make an air blanket in front of your face if somebody's coughing next to you. But what I'm hearing you saying is is clean your hands frequently, take some disinfectants to wipe down your armrests and tray tables, avoid airlines and pillows, and uh, the last thing is drink a lot of water. Did I cover most of it? Yeah, that's, that's most of it. Drink a lot of water. Use a nasal saline spray. Uh, stay moist. It's important. Good idea. Hey, thanks, Scott. Great to be with you, Rudy. Scott McCartney writes the middle seat column in the Wall Street Journal. When we come back, we'll turn the spotlight on, or shall I say the black light, on hotel rooms. Don't go away. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Ireland invites you to the exclusive Cliff Corknickles. Intrigued by Cliff Corknickles? It's simple. After gasping at the Cliffs of Moor, too exhausted to talk, one starts listening to the chronicles of the locals in Cork, known for spinning a good yarn. Bring a fresh pot of tea, because in a land famous for its wool, the yarn can last all night. Cliffs of Moor, Cork, Chronicles, Cliff Corknickles. Flex that mouth and brace those ears. Take a vacation from the typical vacation. DiscoverIreland.com. Find great value vacation offers at DiscoverIreland.com. As a nurse, I'm on my feet all day long. That's why I wear the Profoot 2-ounce Miracle insoles. I used to wear gel insoles. Then I learned they're three times heavier than the 2-ounce Miracle insoles. The 2-ounce Miracle insoles are so lightweight and extremely comfortable. Plus, the gel insoles cost almost twice as much as the 2-ounce Miracle insoles. I'm not going to pay more for gel insoles anymore. Try the Profoot 2-ounce Miracle insoles with Vitafoam, available at Walgreens, Rite Aid, and other fine stores. Do you suffer from a magnesium deficiency? My doctor told me I needed more magnesium, so he recommended I use Magox 400. You're not alone. Millions of Americans don't get enough magnesium in their daily diet. And magnesium is a critical nutrient that helps you convert carbohydrates, protein, and fat into energy. Doctor-recommended Magox 400 is made with the most concentrated form of magnesium available. And each dose of Magox 400 provides all the magnesium you need each day. Magox 400's magnificent. Try Magox 400, the magnificent magnesium supplement. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take Trips, Not Chances. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to the show. It's 18 after the hour. Do visit RudyMaxa.com now, and then I post my travel minute there. You can uh, I do that for a lot of the stations. It's my sort of one minute of travel advice every day. Uh, you can look at uh, some of my travel videos, some of my photographs, uh, some of my favorite stuff. You know what a website is. RudyMaxa.com. You can also write me a question if you've uh, got an idea for a great guest or great topic, or you have a travel question you'd like me to answer on the air or with you on the air. Let me know. Feel free to write me at Rudy at RudyMaxa.com. I'm joined by Michael Matthews. If you're a regular listener of this show, you know Michael is our go-to guy in all things hotel. And Michael and I were talking about the question of hotel and cleanliness and uh 
and we decided, uh, I decided I wanted to ask, ask, ask him the question. And I, Michael, welcome to the show. Before I ask you, I'll welcome you aboard. Hi, nice to have you here. Hey, it's good to be back. So the question is, is a hotel room ever really, really clean? Can we all go home? We can all go home now. Thank you very much, Michael, for joining us now that we know that. Well, you got to explain that. You Look, you ran some pretty swanky hotels. You ran the Four Seasons and Ritz-Carlton. Excuse me, the Ritz-Carlton. Yeah, in and Four Seasons and uh, Ventana. And, oh, yes, absolutely. But uh, let, let me explain why it's not clean to you. Please it's do. Very, okay. A maid has an eight-hour shift. That's 480 minutes. It takes her about an hour to stock up her trolley, you know, the clean sheets and all the rest of it, amenities. And then it takes time to unload it. So that's another hour gone. Then she's got 30 minutes of breaks. And then she's got to clean the corridor that you see her going outside, you know, up and down with a vacuum in the corridor. That probably takes about another 30 minutes. So that leaves, in all, uh, 360 minutes to clean between 12 and 14 rooms. Well, that's about 25 minutes per room to which she's got to change the linens, make the bed, dust, vacuum, clean the bathroom, shower, toilet, replace all the amenities, etc. It's impossible for it to be properly clean. Well, now what, is, what would be your definition of properly? Well, let's, let me turn it around the other way. What isn't as clean as one might hope it would be? Well, I think that what you have to look, you are seeing, uh, I think, okay, the way to explain that is uh, if your wife cleans your bedroom and bathroom, uh, you visually see it's a pretty good job. And then you have your cleaning lady comes in, and she seems to take about two hours more to do it. So it's, it's the hidden things. It's dust. It's hairballs. Uh, be honest, it's pubic hair behind the commode. Uh, it's... Uh, just generally not clean. What would you avoid then in a hotel room as a hotelier? Uh, the number one thing to avoid are glasses, particularly glasses that have those little cardboard uh, tops to them. If they're saran wrapped, then that's okay. Uh, but do not touch the glasses. That is a number one. And number two, don't ever lie on the bedspread in your boxer shorts watching TV. You know, that's uh, every time uh, local news stations go into their sweeps week, you know, or ratings, when they need to get ratings, they'll send somebody out with one of those black lights and they find all kinds of uh, DNA, particularly on the bedspread and so on. So you're saying stay off the bed. So do you take the bedspread right off the bed and put it in the corner? Strip when you it right off. Strip it right off unless you're in a uh, five-star hotel that has uh, turned-down service at night. Uh, just strip it right off. Don't, don't go near it and don't go near the glasses. Okay. All right. Now, is there ever a time when a hotel room is cleaned in a in a, in a more thorough way than the one you just described? Absolutely. Uh, approximately once a year, uh, each room has what we in the industry call a deep clean. That's where the carpets are cleaned, uh, the curtains are taken out and cleaned. The room is probably painted, uh, and it's just done over like a brand new room. And that's when it is clean. But do I, do I, as a guest, have any idea when that happens? Uh, no, but I tell you what, here's a tip for everybody. Uh, when you get to the front desk, all you've got to do is ask, can I have a room, please, that's just been deep cleaned? And the front desk will know which rooms those are? Yes, they do. They do. It's in their computer. And, and 
Oh, really? They should give them to you. And what are the odds you might get one? Uh, if you are, well, it's, it depends the size of the hotel. And whether it's occupied. If you've got a 300-room hotel, I've got to tell you it's a 301 shot. But, right, uh, exactly. But, and if it's a convention. The only person, you're probably the only person who's asked for it, so I'd say you've probably got a pretty good shot. That's interesting. I'm asking for a deep, clean room. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I once attended a conference. Uh, it was a professional hotelier conference in Las Vegas, and I was speaking. It was a security conference. I don't know why I was invited to speak, but I was. And I was followed by a gentleman from the Harrah's Hotel chain. They own Caesar's Palace yeah, sure. and dozens of others. Mm -hmm. And he was in charge of cleaning. And he said, he said, what do you think the most uh, germ-ridden thing in the room is? And I think most people say, oh, the telephone or the remote control. Um, yeah. And he said, no, it's the ice bucket, because when someone is <laughs> ill, that's the first thing they reach for. And I've never been able to get that out of my mind. Well, uh, I, I don't know if that's so, but uh, I, I'll cover it by saying most ice buckets have a little plastic uh, uh, Some do. Uh, container. Well, they should do. If they don't, then... Don't uh, use it. I, don't use it. Don't well, use it. Well, what's your, I know I have friends who are germaphobes who take out... Oh, by the way, we're talking with Michael. If you just tuned in, Michael Matthews is joining us. He's our resident hotel expert. He's a former uh, executive at such chains as Ritz-Carlton and Four Seasons. And we're talking about whether there really is such a thing as a clean hotel room. Uh, what is your take on remote controls and telephones? I have germaphobes who will check in and take, you know, those those antiseptic, you know, oh, yeah, wipe, whatever they wipe. are, and wipe them down. Is that a good advice? Uh, I really wouldn't worry too much. The maid is meant to. Now, I said she's meant to spray them and wipe them down. Uh, the odds are she probably doesn't. But I've not known anybody catching, well, I've never heard of anybody catching anything uh, off the remote control uh, or the telephone, I'll be honest. I've never heard. But I, I'll tell you one thing that, that uh, I used to inspect uh, up to four rooms a day randomly at my hotels. Just go in and uh, pick some numbers and go and do the rooms. And I used to tell the maids that I'd give them $20 if a room passed my inspection. Yes. In all my career, I think I gave out two $20 bills. And how many years did you do that? I was doing that for, I guess, 10 years or more. Wow. Wow. So, I, I mean... Uh, they're basically not clean. Uh, what, what, you can try it out yourself. Uh, next time you go to a hotel, take a penny mm -hmm. and put it under the bed by the uh, leg of the bed uh, up the headboard end, the wall end. Or perhaps put it behind the night table and maybe put another one uh, behind the commode. And then see if they're will, both there the next day? I will bet you a beer in any pub you want that they'll be there the next day. Hmm. Um, now, I know you're not inspecting hotel rooms much anymore, except when you go in on your own. But when you were running uh, hotels, uh, were bed bugs an issue? They seem to have become a very hot issue the last two years. But before that, I never heard a thing about them. I, I actually got once done by bed bugs, but uh, don't, uh, don't worry about them. Uh, they're a nuisance. They do give you a little bit of an itch. Uh, they don't hurt you. Nobody's ever died from a bed bug bite. Uh, but they are there, and they're getting worse, and there's just no question about it. Uh, but a lot of times I had a, a case uh, at Ventana Inn up in Big Sur when I was running it 
that a woman came complaining she was from one of the big major financial houses in New York, uh, complained she'd bitten, been bitten by bed bugs, and uh, we had got her right off immediately to be looked at because this could be a calamity. Uh, it turned out it was poison ivy. No, oh, okay. Well, they so worry about bed a bugs. A lot of it is. Now, the Wall of Astoria has actually got three cases uh, in court. Uh, they're being sued, uh, and I, I, I don't think... Uh, the plaintiff has got a, a chance in hell because uh, it's not any hotel's fault that they're there. They're carried in in luggage. They're now transported across oceans. Uh, and I will say that most hotel companies, the maids are now uh, on the lookout and know sort of where to look. Uh, if you have a hotel room with wallpaper, uh, you might want to take a very close look at the seams in the wallpaper, uh, particularly down at the baseboards, that's where they tend to uh, tend to be. Uh, but otherwise, I, I really don't worry. There's a lot of panic. A lot of people are making a lot of money out of it, and I think it's a lot of hoopla about nothing. Although I'll agree, it's sad if you get done. Michael Matthews, thanks very much for joining us in Rudy Max's world. We'll be calling on you again. You know that. Okay, it's been great working with you. You heard it from himself. Uh, no, there isn't such thing as a hotel that's room that's totally clean unless you get that deep clean room. Stick around. We'll be right back with more travel. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. Well, I'm a salesman, and I'm on my feet all day long, so comfort's really important to me. That's why I tried the Profoot 2-ounce Miracle insoles. Only the 2-ounce Miracle is made with custom-forming Vitafoam to keep your feet steady and comfortable. The Profoot 2-ounce Miracle insoles conform to the unique shape of your feet, just like custom orthotics. Plus, they cushion and support your feet for amazing comfort. What a huge difference they make. It's really a miracle. Try the Profoot 2-ounce Miracle Insole, available at Walgreens, Rite Aid, and other fine stores. participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 33 after the hour. Listen, if you uh, call, you know, many stations uh, um, time shift our broadcast to fit their needs. So you may call in. You may not get us live. Uh, you may get a recording. If uh, you have a comment, a suggestion for a guest or a comment or a question that we can answer either off the air or on the air, we'll do our best to do that. Uh, just leave your pertinent details, your phone number, when a good time to call you is and how to pronounce your name if necessary. Um, at 800-387-8025. You know, I got a letter in the mail this week from hotelier Ian Schrager. He said he wanted to tell me personally that he'd sold his interest in his fancy New York hotel, the Gramercy Park Hotel. Now, I don't know, Ian. 
I've never stayed at the Gramercy Park Hotel, though I did walk in the lobby one summer day after it opened in Manhattan to look around. It was very Luke's, very Luke's, which really befits a hotel by the guy who, with his late partner, Steve Rubel, brought you Studio 54 back in the swinging 70s. That was uh, before a partner ratted them out, and they had to both serve nearly two years in jail for income tax evasion and obstruction of justice. But talk about a comeback. Uh, both Steve Rubel and uh, Ian Schrager emerged from jail and started what came to be called the boutique hotel industry when they opened the New York's, uh, New York's Royalton Hotel, as well as the Paramount Hotel, and then down in Miami, the very... Uh uh, White Delano Hotel. Now, in his letter to me, Schrager reveals he's going to launch a new luxury hotel company called Schrager Hotels. He's starting both a luxury brand and another uh, less expensive but equally stylish uh, a brand. He says the first will open in Chicago this coming September. Steve Rubell, his former partner, by the way, died of AIDS in 1989. So watch for Schrager Hotels with the first one coming up in Chicago. You know, we've been sort of talking uh, uh, these uh, today on the show about ways to plan smart vacations, whether it's cruising, whether it's a condo vacation to the ski resort or a beach uh, resort. But we certainly have to give a nod to winter and to skiing and snowboarding. So it's a perfect time to have Sam Bass, who's the editor of Skiing Magazine, on with us. Sam, welcome to Rudy Max's World. Hey, thank you very much. Happy to be here. First of all, give us an overview, will you, of the ski industry this season. I know we're just a month and a half into it, but uh, how are things? How was, how was last season uh, during the recession, and how is uh, this season looking to shape up? Uh, sure, yeah. It's, it's, the season's off to a, a rip-roaring start. Um, so much of it is snow-dependent, and um, it's been a great snow year so far. Um, last season, despite the economy, was pretty strong in terms of skier visits, although um, retail sales were down, um, season pass sales were down. Um, people didn't really want to commit to long-term investments like a season of ski lessons for their kid or a season pass, but um, resorts found that um, many visitors were willing to spring and come up for the day or things like that. So local ski areas did very well. Um, uh, this season is shaping up, like I said, because of the snow um, pretty strongly. Retail sales have uh, risen sharply over last year. December holiday sales are up 13% over last December. Uh, total 2010 sales are up 10% over last year. And specifically, the Alpine ski market is very strong. August-November sales are up 23% in dollars and 14% uh, units over last year at this time. What, is Al what does the Alpine ski market mean? Um, that's retail sales, um, whether you're looking at uh, big box chain stores or specialty stores or ah, internet sales, anytime um, skis or ski equipment is sold. So I wonder if the ski industry is a leading economic indicator, as they say. Does this indicate the economy is getting better? It would suggest that. It would suggest that. You know, I have, I've had some conversations most recently, a few minutes ago, with a friend of mine up here. I'm actually at a ski area right now, Eldora, which is my local hill. Um, and I was talking with Rob Lind, who works up here, and he was saying that um, uh, it, it seems to be an indicator that the economy is bouncing back. People are um, buying their, their uh, ski lesson or their uh, season-long ski lesson program is, is up um, more than 100 kids over last year. So he... Uh, People are willing to make those long-term investments, so it does seem to be an indicator. Tell me about Eldora. Where is it? I've not heard of that resort. It's that a little ski area um, outside of uh, Denver. It's actually the closest ski area to the Denver metro area, and um, it's a great uh, daytime, you know, day ski area getaway for people that don't want to jump into the fray of the Interstate 70 traffic, which can just get um, pretty crazy. 
especially on weekends and Friday, Friday sure. and Sundays. Uh, that's a good tip for going into Denver and having a day of skiing. How high is the mountain? Um, it's pretty high. The, uh, the summit is actually 10,800 feet. It's just below the Continental Divide. So the views are fantastic. You've got these big jagged peaks all around you. Um, and it's a really family-friendly ski area. I have my son. I'm actually looking at my son out the window right now. His group is taking off toward the lift. He's enrolled in a uh, six-week ski lesson program. And this is a great uh, place um, to bring a family if you don't want to commit to driving. I, I no. just wouldn't want to drive up by 70 with kids on a weekend. No, 10,000 feet is a serious mountain. Here in Minnesota, we have you know sort of little little hills. 10,000 is is worth noting. So. Yeah, yeah, it's it's um it's you know it's Colorado Rocky Mountain High out here. <laughs> and Sam, how old is your boy. son? He's seven, and then he has no. a three-year-old sister, and she's into it, too. All right. Hey, Sam, we're going to take a commercial break because I want to come back, and I want to ask you how someone who perhaps has never taken a ski vacation or has never come out west or you know, gone to a major resort, how to shop for one. Will you stick with us through the commercial break? Sure thing. I'll be here. Okay. And uh, just before you'll hear the music in just a second, well, here it is. All right. I'm, I'll hold that question until the next segment. Hang around. We're talking with Sam Bass. He's the editor of Skiing Magazine. And when we come back, we're going to ask him sort of how to, how to shop smart. Don't go away. You're in Rudy Max's world. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Do you suffer from a magnesium deficiency? My doctor told me I needed more magnesium, so he recommended I use Magox 400. You're not alone. Millions of Americans don't get enough magnesium in their daily diet. And magnesium is a critical nutrient that helps you convert carbohydrates, protein, and fat into energy. Doctor-recommended Magox 400 is made with the most concentrated form of magnesium available. And each dose of Magox 400 provides all the magnesium you need each day. Magox 400's magnificent. Try Magox 400, the magnificent magnesium supplement. As a nurse, I'm on my feet all day long. That's why I wear the Profoot 2-ounce Miracle insoles. I used to wear gel insoles. Then I learned they're three times heavier than the 2-ounce Miracle insoles. The 2-ounce Miracle insoles are so lightweight and extremely comfortable. Plus, the gel insoles cost almost twice as much as the 2-ounce Miracle insoles. I'm not going to pay more for gel insoles anymore. Try the Profoot 2-ounce Miracle insoles with Vitafoam, available at Walgreens, Rite Aid, and other fine stores. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take Trips, Not Chances. Ireland invites you to the exclusive Cliff Corknickles. Intrigued by Cliff Corknickles? It's simple. After gasping at the Cliffs of Moher, too exhausted to talk, one starts listening to the chronicles of the locals in Cork, known for spinning a good yarn. Bring a fresh pot of tea, because in a land famous for its wool, the yarn can last all night. Cliffs of Moher, Cork, Chronicles, Cliff Corknickles. Flex that mouth and brace those ears. Take a vacation from the typical vacation. DiscoverIreland.com. Find great value vacation offers at DiscoverIreland.com. Hey folks, Rudy Maxa here with an important question. Who's watching your home when you're not there or even when you are? 
Well, it could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in often when they think no one is home or when they think no one will stop them. So don't be an easy target. Now you can get a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security, with 24-hour protection. Just pick up your phone and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert service, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Protect your home by calling your authorized ADT dealer at 866 750 6633. You'll get 24-hour protection and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. The number to call is 866-750-6633. That's 866-750-6633. Again, 866-750-6633. Or you can also log on to RudyMaxa.com and check out the Sponsors button for more information on these ADT security savings. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under radio sponsors for more info. It's 43 after the hour. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. You ever stolen a towel from a, well, I guess that would be the word, stolen a towel from a hotel or resort? You probably have. Uh, well, I read uh, just the other day in the New York Times that an, a company called Linen Technology, based in Florida, uh, has some thoughts about that. And I asked uh, uh, the executive vice president of the company, William Serban, to join us today. William, how you feeling? I understand you had a head cold. Uh, for sure. I'm, I'm feeling a little under the weather today, Rudy, but thanks for having me on. Well, thanks for being on. We won't uh, keep you too long, and, uh, and and for all those folks who want uh, Mr. Serban to do voiceovers, this is not his usual voice, so <laughs> give him a second chance. Okay, so tell me a little about your company and when you designed this uh, radio frequency device that can be embedded in towels and survive washing and drying. Exactly. Basically, our, our mission is to basically assist hotels track removal assets efficiently in order to enhance their guest experience. So basically, what, what we've done is basically create a, a process that will enable hotels to track in real time their inventory. Uh, so it enables them to track and monitor all their assets as they move throughout the property. So in other words, if, you, if they can walk into a storeroom and know instantly where all the towels are, how many they have, right? Exactly. They're able to monitor their inventory in real time through our web-based uh, software solution. And, and what is this? What do you put inside the fabric? What is this? So it's basically RFID technology that we have altered to be able to accommodate the washing of the industrial wash of the, the laundries inside hotels and through the outside laundry services. But how does a radio frequency chip survive washing and drying? We have a proprietary chip that we've created that is, uh, is able to survive the wash. It's, it's really phenomenal technology. Well, that's what I want to get to. This is, this is un fairly unique to you guys. Not everybody knows can do this, right? Exactly, exactly. We have a patent pending on our full solution of how the system is deployed throughout the hotels. And you're, they can also be put into robes and bed sheets, yes? Exactly. We have the ability, actually, to track every asset that's, that's on, the, on the location at the hotel uh, by fixing one of our proprietary chips. Okay, and you are not selling the linens or towels or robes or bed sheets. You can put this in any manufacturer's product. Am I still on, on track here? 
we work with, with the current manufacturer that's supplying the linen, or we can also provide the linen for the hotels. And we also have a method where we can retrofit the existing linen uh, with our chips. Got it. Uh, now, you said you, you really developed this to help uh, hotels keep track of their inventory, but some of your customers have apparently found it useful in, in simply keeping track of guests not taking their towels. There was a uh, well, tell us about this Honolulu property and, and what they've experienced. Actually, we've been able to set up a system there where we uh, set up a checkout system where when the guest comes up to the to the towel stand to check out a guest, they actually check out a towel by announcing their room number. The attendant puts in their room number into the computer and subsequently scans the towels to them. This is a pool, this point, is a, this is in a pool setting, William. Correct? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, okay. What happens is the guest takes the towels to the pool, uses them for the day, and simply returns them into the basket. The basket automatically tracks the towels credited back to the guest. And subsequently, if they don't return the towel by 10 o'clock at night, it gets reported to the management through our through our system. We send an automated report to the staff that the uh, specific towels weren't returned. All right. This is directed to all our listeners who like those fluffy pool towels at fancy resorts and uh, want to take one home. This Honolulu resort uh, said they reduced theft of its pool towels from 4,000 a month. 4,000 of their pool towels were being taken home to just 750, and that saved them $16,000 a month. That's extraordinary, William. Phenomenal, phenomenal. We even, uh, you know, have inquiries from folks that wanted to, you know, put our system at the front doors to possibly right. sound off alarms. Right. We, we have the ability to do that, but we haven't, uh, we haven't implemented that yet. <laughs> have the publicity you received in the Times this week uh, caused your phone to ring? No, it's been phenomenal. We're very excited. All right, we're going to we're going to uh, track your young company if you don't mind, uh, uh, Mr. Serban. And now go back to bed. Hot tea, honey, little lemon. Uh, thanks very much. Thanks for having me. Everybody that wants to inquire, just uh, go to linentracker.com and send us a, re a recommendation to uh, view our website. There you go, linentracker.com. William Servan is the executive vice president of Lin Linen Tracker, and I appreciate your joining us. Thank you, William. Thank you, Rudy. Have a good day. You too. Uh, poor William. Got him off his sick bed to do it. It was kind of him to do it, but I'm just fascinated by this. This could change the world when it comes to people uh, taking hotel towels. Although i got to tell you, I interviewed a general manager. Well, it's actually Raymond Bixon, who now runs all the Taj hotels in India. I interviewed him years ago, years ago, when he ran the Mark, a very posh hotel in the Upper East Side of New York. He said he, he welcomed guests taking the towels because it had his logo on it. Go figure. Stick around. Deals of the Week coming up next. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. It's 52 minutes after the hour. Nice to have you back here on this holiday weekend. Well, I know you've used TripAdvisor.com. I'm sure you have. Uh, 50 million people uh, visited every month, and there are about 50 million reviews and opinions by folks like you and me who uh, weigh in with our opinions on hotels, motels, resorts. Stephen Coffer is the co-founder of TripAdvisor and the CEO, and I am sure he had a celebratory dinner at some point this week because TripAdvisor actually went public. 
Uh, the letters are TRIP if you're interested in buying stock in it. Stephen, congratulations. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks so much. Great to be here. All right. Let's back up a little and tell me how this began. Oh, sure. I, I was actually trying to plan a trip. Uh, this was in the late 90s, actually. And what did one do back then? We went to a travel agent. The travel agent gave me free brochures for different resorts in Mexico, and they were all just beautiful pictures and the descriptions made the sound all so inviting. They were great. One was very inexpensive. The next was moderately priced. And the top of the line was, well, quite expensive. So but they were all great, right? Each one better than the next. The pictures were just mouthwatering. It was amazing. <laughs> but the Internet had come along. And so my wife said, hey, you know, before we actually plunk down our money, why don't you go on the net and see if you can find what some other people have to say about the resort, besides just the marketing brochures. So I went on, I did some searching, and to make the long story short, I came up with some you know, personal homepage, kind of their opinions about the resorts, and that absolutely changed my mind on where I was thinking I was going to stay. Now, what so were you doing for a living right then, Stephen? I, I was writing for development tools or an old company. Uh, absolutely nothing to do with travel, nothing to do with the Internet, frankly. Okay. Uh, but uh, I was certainly in the technical field, a computer science degree. So uh, my wife said, you know, no, and I remember the quote very clearly, no sane person would have spent that amount of time searching the web for these comments that absolutely turned out to be invaluable in making the right vacation decision. I see the can't, birth of an idea here. Exactly. You know, quote, can't you do something better? Can't you help other people solve this problem that you so laboriously uh, undertook? And, you know, I was busy at the time, but in February 2000, we started the company with some great co-founders, and, uh, and we set out to build a website that would help people find and plan the perfect trip. Hotels, restaurants, attractions, the works, based upon not what the official property owner said, but really what other people like them would have Well, now, to for say. folks who, folks, this is the age of the Internet, even more so than when you started, and folks think about starting companies. What did you, um, uh, give me a rough idea of how much money you started with. You, you said you had a couple investors. Are we talking a million dollars here or 10000 I, our, our first round of funding was uh, $1.2 million. Oh, that's major. Uh, well, uh, it depends on, on what scale we operate here. So, well, what is the uh, revenue model at the time? What did you think your revenue model would be, and has it changed? See, that's the rub. At the time, we thought we were going to build kind of a search engine database that we would license to other companies. And so we didn't need very much money to get started. Uh, but it was still, you know, a, a little bit of the, the boom.com times, uh, and we, we built a product. It was a business-to-business -business offering that we thought other people, other websites like uh, AOL or Yahoo or Lycos, if you remember those guys, right. uh, would want a <laughs> license. Uh, and a year and a half later, we had absolutely no revenue. Uh, we had a nifty demo site called www.tripadvisor.com, but that was more a showcase for what we could do, never meant to actually get any consumer traction. Uh, when we had actually no revenue, and we had raised at that point over $3 million, and we looked at going out of business. 
business in about six months based upon their current spend rate, well, when they say necessity is the mother of invention, it's absolutely true. We looked deep at our business and said, whatever we're going to do next, the one thing it has to be clear is it has to be very different than what we're doing now. All right, we have and one minute left, Stephen. What we went straight to consumers and... Uh, and how do you make the money now, though? Advertising. So when people look at property... I see. Got it. Uh, they click off to uh, our clients to book. Okay. And at what, at what price did your company go public per share on the first day? What did it close at? Uh, so first day was somewhere around 28, something like that, 26, and 28. Uh, you know, we were purchased in 2004 by uh, Expedia and then right. spun out from Expedia. So right. uh, all Expedia shareholders got our share of TripAdvisor is how it worked. Well, congratulations, Stephen Coffer, TripAdvisor co-founder and CEO on Going Public. And uh, we all use it. We talk about it a lot. And we're going to have you back on. Awesome. That'd be great. Thanks so much. Thanks, Stephen. Bye-bye. Well, we're coming to the end of the hour, the end of the show. Thanks for joining me on this holiday weekend. I really appreciate it. We're going to do it again next weekend. We'll have a special show for New Year's Eve weekend. I want to thank uh, a lot of people I'd like to thank. I'd like to thank our stations, our affiliate stations that carry Rudy Max's world every weekend. Thank you to Jeff Ryder, my most competent naval engineer who brings my voice to you over the airwaves every week of the whole year, and my executive producer, Anna Schofield, who makes it all happen. Thank you as a listener. I really appreciate your loyalty, and I look forward to talking to you next weekend. Have a lovely holiday. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing Must Hear Radio on the SSI Radio Network.